from the creators of War Room. You need to do your fighting in prayer. On August 23rd, the Kendrick brothers return to the big screen with Overcomer. Why have a season with one runner? One runner matters. John Harrison is a frustrated coach questioning his value until he crosses paths with a student struggling on her own journey. What have you allowed to define you? When you find your identity in the one who created you, it'll change your whole perspective. Overcomer. In theaters August 23rd, starring Alex Kendrick, Priscilla Shirer, and Sherry Rigby. Rated PG, parental guidance suggested. For tickets and showtimes, visit OvercomerMovie.com. Is that? That's Hannah. open to having more kids comes with understanding the characteristics of healthy families. There are five main characteristics we are going to focus upon as well as some realistic goals to achieve peace, harmony, what parents and kids both truly crave. This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. You've come to the right place. My name is Felice Gerwitz, and I'm your host. On the One More Child podcast, we'll talk about our daily struggles, faith, family, children, relationships, and whatever the Lord brings our way. One thing you can be sure of, I will share helpful solutions and encourage you along your journey in life. And best of all, I know without a shadow of a doubt that the truth will set you free. This is your personal invitation to join me weekly on the One More Child podcast. Welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz with the One More Child podcast, and this is episode 17, Five Characteristics of Healthy Families. You can find the show notes at onemorechildpodcast.com. Thanks to our sponsor, Overcomer Movie, which is going to be nationwide August 23rd. But guess what? If you're listening to this in the archives and that date has come and gone, well, you'll be able to find it at a um, store near you with a DVD or digital, and you will really, really enjoy uh, that program. They have some great downloadables if you go to overcomermovie.com. Uh, they even have a parent guide, so you can grab that there, and it was, it's really good. Well, today we're going to talk about characteristics for a healthy family. And you know what? Your family should be a safe zone. It is a place where children can grow, flourish into the people that God designed them to be. And a family offers the children emotional security, free from self-doubt, incrimination, and guilt. Now, does that sound like a fictitious idea? It's not. It shouldn't be. God designed our families to be a strong unit, something the enemy hates. For where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am with them. And that's from Matthew 18, 20. God also formed the family in his image. The two become one, and nine months later, a baby is born. I realize life is not that simple, but thinking of the family in the context of God and his creation and plan for a family, brings it into an entirely different realm. We're all going to mess up. 
We're all going to have times when we just feel, you know what, this parenting thing is not working. And I'm ruining my kids. I know I've said that before. But you know what? Nobody loves your kids like you love them. Not the pastor, not you know the, the lady teaching religious edit at uh, church. Nobody loves your kids as much as you do. And if you're having a hard time, pray to God for that love. Pray to Him for an infilling of love for your children. Because the five characteristics for healthy families begins with faith. And faith is a relationship with God that is a strong foundation to everything that comes next. Love, kindness, loyalty, trust. Faith is a gift that is given freely, and God waits with open hands for our yes and invites us to true peace. If we have faith, if we have the love of God, we can do all things through Him. God will give us that infusion each day to continue on. The second characteristic is love, and this comes from above. God is love, and God is the source of all love. If you don't know God, that is a priority. Secondly, loving others as you love yourself. Yeah, that seems a little bit narcissistic, but you know what? You can't love others if you hate yourself. Love is the glue that keeps a family together. The third attribute is kindness. We can train ourselves to be kind and think the best of others, even if this doesn't come naturally. Be that half full glass of person. If you're on Facebook, start posting happy thoughts every day. Or kindness comments. And just think of that. Think of the positive. A healthy family is one that thinks before they speak and thinks the best of people before jumping to conclusions. If you need to, you know, be happy or think kind thoughts, you know, start telling some jokes. I asked my grandkids the other day for some jokes and they started telling me these really corny jokes, but they were laughing so hard. It was so funny just listening to them laugh. We were all laughing and had a grand old time. You know, if you're having a hard day, pull out the joke book and start telling jokes. The fourth attribute is loyalty. Will we stand by our family members, nurture and train them to be the best people that God designed them to be, using their talents and gifts for others, or are we going to be constantly critiquing them and saying, oh my gosh, so-and-so from this family or other is just the most wonderful person. Even if you're saying somebody's nice and not putting down your own kids, they're in their minds thinking she likes them better. So we really have to work on that, especially don't compare kids to each other because that's a loyalty breaker. Loyalty to the family can be expressed by encouraging unity during discussions and when disunity happens, You need to have some tools in place that brings the family together for open and honest discussion. And this also relates to trust. When we're having a hard time as a family, and I just did this the other day with my nearly adult kids, my two youngest are home from college and my other child um, is in his 20s, early 20s, and I just had them all sit down and I said, we've got to stop this bickering. And they're all loud and teasing each other. But the teasing is one of those things where, well, I'm just joking, but it really is cutting. So I sat them down and we had a discussion, you know, dad, mom, and the three kids. And it was like, you know, we're back in time. And they kind of thought it was kind of funny because we've done this before. This is one of those things I had in place when they were younger and they knew. 
sure, two of them are in college and pretty independent, and the third one is working now. But guess what? These things work, and we were able to work out the differences, and we want our family to be strong, for them to have each other's backs, and to be uplifting. And the fifth is trust. Trust is earned and can easily be lost. I have one child who says, you don't trust me. And that's what I tell him. Trust is earned. It's not something I give lightly. It is something that is earned. And we need to be trustworthy to our kids. When we tell them we're going to do something, we need to do it. Uh, My daughter is famous for not letting the little kids know anything is happening until that day. And the kids were explaining to me the other day, they were complaining about that. Mom never lets us know. And I said, the reason she doesn't let you know is because it may not happen. And until she's ready and getting ready to go do whatever it is you guys are going to go do, she wants you to know that you can trust her and her word. When she says, we're going to the park, you're going to the park. She doesn't want to say we're going to the park and then something happens and you can't go. So while the expectation is fun, sometimes you have to learn that you have to be the leader for your family and let them know whatever way you want to do it, um, that trust is to be cherished and explain the importance of trust and understanding why this is something that must be demonstrated again and again. And this is important when the kids are little, like my grandkids are learning that when their mom says something that she's going to follow through. The kid needs to also learn to take ownership of situations as they are presented and show that they can do what's required so that they can have more and more responsibility. A family bond is important. It's part of a family legacy. What do you want your children to remember? A good home life and a family that cares is much more important than anything a family can buy. Some families think it's quality versus quantity, and I think there is a difference. Um, Each family needs to figure out their own solution for this. I chose to stay home with my kids versus furthering my career. My career came later when the kids were older, and it took a different turn. At that point, I was able to fulfill a dream of mine of writing, publishing, and public speaking. I have several podcast networks, and now I've been doing this for many, many years. And when my kids were little, my focus was on them. I have uh, two different nieces and nephews, and their example is amazing, too, One of my nieces is an attorney, and her husband stays home with the kids, and she works, and they're actually expecting baby number five as we speak. And then he does, her husband does some work on the computer for a large company when they're in school. My other niece and nephew are both doctors, and they split a week working. One works two days a week and the other three. And then when they're home, they're with their kids. And that is the thing. Each family needs to make their decisions and how they are going to raise their children and what works for them. And it's delightful to me to see how different people do different things. I think it's important to stay in the home and be there for my kids. And yet, I see families where the mom works and the kids are just great. So again, you have to do what's important for your family. Some quick keys that will help your family is to have open communication. Kids need to feel that they can talk to their parents no matter what. This also means listening. Forgiveness is another key. 
Bad feelings need to be resolved and saying I'm sorry is different than saying please forgive me. And again, I have uh, several podcasts on forgiveness. Um, One of them is on forgiveness and explanation and solutions. And the other is a key uh, to healing and which forgiveness can be. Lastly, be appreciative of your family and happy for what God has put together. We do not have a choice in the children we are given, but the ultimate creator of the universe knows and has carefully selected for you and me the most amazing parents for our children. He selected them, friends. God did. We need to be appreciative of our kids and work on encouraging them, but it takes an effort. Words are cheap. I can talk about this all day long. And yet, if I'm not going to lead by example, you can be sure that my kids aren't going to get the example they need to lead lives that are healthy. Words can uplift and they can tear people down. And uplifting is so much better. Friends, if you would do me a favor, I would love for you to give me a rating on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you listen to these podcasts on and share this with a friend. Also, connect with me on Facebook. Um, you can friend me um, at Felice Gerwitz um, on Facebook. And we also have an Ultimate Christian Podcast Network Facebook group where you can join and chat with the other podcasters as well. Well, until we meet again... Take care and God bless. You are on your way to a life that is focused on joy and hope. Thanks so much for stopping by. Connect with me on social media. Visit the website at onemorechild.com and visit the podcast page for your show notes at onemorechildpodcast.com. If you have any questions, be sure to write me at felice at mediaangels.com.